What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Magical Living. I am your host, Raja Burrows, and today we are going to be talking about why there is nothing interesting happening on the internet. But before we get into that, please be sure to like and subscribe if you would like to watch videos of these podcasts. You can click the link in the description below. That'll take you to my YouTube page. Uh, And if you're watching this on YouTube and want to listen to the podcast, you can find a link to my anchor.fm page also in the description below. Please be sure to like and subscribe. Hit that bell icon for all new updates. Let's get into it. Okay. As, as a lot of you know who have been following Magical Living Live, following me personally, following these last couple of videos, I have been asking some pretty massive questions um, when it comes to the role that I want the internet to play in my life. And in on some levels, it does come down to just technology in general. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm not really anti-technology. First and foremost, depending on how broad we want to get with the term technology, like there is lots of technology that I love, like hammers. Hammers are a technology. Um, Running water, indoor plumbing, refrigerator. This is all technology um, that I'm very, very interested in. Um, So I'm like, okay, I can't say that I'm anti-technology. Because that's just not true. That's just not true. I am actually pro-technology in lots of instances. Um, And then I was like, okay, maybe it's just digital technology that I'm against. But... Even that's not really true. Um, I grew up playing video games. I love playing video games. Uh, I just got a new amp for my uh, electric guitar. New electric guitar amp. And, you know, it's been a while since I've bought a new amp. And even, like, it's it was a, you know, a smaller model, lower end sort of thing. It's not meant for, like, any sort of stage work. But it's got, like, a bunch of little digital built-in priests. Like, that's amazing! That's amazing! That that's a thing that happens now with guitar amplifiers. Because before I was like, all right, well, I can plug it into the output and play it on my computer. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is dumb. I'm just going to get a little teeny tiny amp that I can dork around with. And it's got the little settings and it's fine. That's a digital technology that I'm really excited about. Um, like that's that's incredible. The fact that the fact that I can connect wirelessly to my printer is insane to me. Like, and I know that this is gonna make me sound like really old because like obviously connecting wirelessly to a printer is not that impressive. But, like, as far as technology, it means that I can set up my apartment in different ways and I don't have to have my printer next to my computer because it has to connect with a wire and I don't have to, you know, if I want to print something from my laptop, I don't have to email it to myself and then print it from my desktop, which is connected to the... 
None of that. None of that. It's bananas. So I'm like, okay, well, if it's not technology and it's not digital technology, is it just the internet? And at that point, it got a little, it got a little fractured, my thinking, because when we're talking about the internet, the internet is so much more multifaceted than it used to be. And I was talking to my mom about this and I was sort of talking to her about like, yeah, I'm like trying to go more analog. I mean, you can see my desk. I have a whole dedicated desk space over there that literally has an hourglass on it, like an actual literal hourglass for 15 minutes. If I ever want to time myself to be like, I just need to get, the, like, let me put 15 minutes of work in. And also like, it looks nice and it's like a decorative thing. But that little, that black thing next to it, that's a paperweight. That's literally a glass paperweight. You can't see it, but just to the side of that is a calculator. And a real, like, calculatory calculator that I do when I do my budget, which I also do by hand. Because I was like, I don't, like, I'll look at my computer or my phone to get my bank statements I get that. That is a nice little convenience. But I don't want to be on my phone if I'm, like, trying to crunch numbers. Like, I don't want to use my phone calculator. I don't want to use my phone stopwatch. And so I'm really trying, again, in the in the sense of, like, dumbing down my smartphone, I really started to be like, okay, well, what, what, do, I, what do I actually want this tool to do? And the more, again, I dig into it, dug into it, and I was like, I know that social media is a component of my Ajita, 100%. Uh, And it's probably a really, really large component of it. And I couldn't, and as I've talked about on here before, what, what I was really having difficulty with and like really trying to wrap my head around unsuccessfully is how do I work in media in 2021 and avoid social media like that's not that's not a thing right and again if look if there there are ways in which i want to advance my career um on like the work front like the office front for sure also creatively doing stand-up doing more act like that conversation and those connections happen on social media on instagram or tiktok or facebook or whatever and i was really having a rough time i was like this is this is really the sticking point and over the last couple of days you know i've started to really take it seriously and put in the effort and work to try to figure out like what am i really feeling what is like what is the root of this problem for me what is unsustainable for me because you know i i compare it to when i quit drinking that was a cakewalk for me quitting drinking i mean obviously it wasn't easy i didn't like it but it wasn't unclear what the solution was it was, 
oh, when I drink, I drink way too much regardless of the circumstance, and there's no rule that I can put in place that will enable healthy drinking habits. Oh, great. I just don't get to drink anymore. Great. Done. And it was, again, it was very, very easy in a lot of ways. Um, but with the, with the internet and the social media, and, he, and again, here's the, here's the trickiest part in a lot of ways. I don't, so I'm not, you know, my, my family isn't on Facebook, but like when you expand it to just digital communication in general, I'm like, I don't live near my parents. I don't see, and listen, pandemic is a whole other thing. I, anything that we did digitally during the pandemic is like kind of whatever. No harm, no foul. It's just that we used whatever coping mechanisms we had available to us. I do not begrudge anybody for making basically any decision they did in terms of their digital habits during the pandemic because the alternative wasn't allowed like the alternative didn't exist we were we were literally living in that in like surrogates land where it's like well we can't see each other so we can only connect digitally if we want any sort of social interaction so in a lot of ways i'm not i don't i don't really it's not that i don't count it but i look at it very very gently because I just don't think it's helpful to beat ourselves up at all about the decisions that we made during maybe the most stressful time in our lifetimes. Um, but now that I'm coming out of it, we're coming out of it, the world is starting to spin back up a little bit, I've really started to be like, okay, what... What, how specific can I get when it comes to the the issue? And most importantly, how can I live the kind of happy, productive, fulfilling, joyful, forward-moving life that I want to live, that I know that I can live, that I have lived for years and years and years before? How do I get back to that? Like, what does that look like? And it, it weirdly didn't come from banning a particular technology. Because again, being like, well, I, I don't go on Instagram or I don't have faith. Like, that's not really feasible for me. Um, it's also not necessarily something I want to do. Um, because I do find a lot of value and I know a lot of other people find value in the stuff that I post when I post videos or links to my podcast or you know there are some groups that I'm in that I sort of lightly manage and like there's there's valuable things happening on there from time to time but what I had to do is I had to consciously make the decision to believe that nothing interesting is happening on the internet. And I phrase it that way 
because I realized that my addiction, my compulsion towards not just social media, but towards the whole internet, like anything, whether it's Googling things or reading the news or staying updated on code, like whatever it is. It was all sort of funneling back into this this sort of consume loop that I thought was productive, quote unquote, because it was interesting. Because it wasn't like I was getting sucked into Facebook fights. It wasn't like I was doom scrolling. Like all of the stuff that I was doing and reading and having conversations about were not clearly negative. The problem was that I was just doing too much of it. And I didn't have any sort of mental fail-safes in place to keep me from overindulging or for, for me being able to check myself if I'm like, is this actually moving me forward? And thankfully, the world has slowed down a little bit certainly since the pandemic, but even in the last couple of years, you know, we've, we've sort of, we made it out of the Trump era. It's not like every day there's some new bullshit that we have to, you know, think about. And what it, what it sort of came down to is like, I had put in so much time from like 2013, 2014 ish, up until like kind of now, like up until March of 2021, being really conscious about updating my worldview. Because look, you know, a lot of the big problems in the world are happening because people are making decisions based on an old worldview. They haven't downloaded anything new about how the world works and, you know, like the, the really obvious example, right? would be, um, you know, if somebody, you know, who's like 80 says the word oriental, right? Obviously not a word that we say anymore, right? It, it's not a word we've said for a really long time, right? That's, it just, it's not, it's not acceptable, right? But you will hear some older people saying it if they don't, know anybody from of Asian descent, they don't have any Asians in their community, um, or if they just, like, didn't know... I mean, this is an honest-to-God true thing. Um, somebody that I know, not, not like a family member, but, like, somebody who's older who I know through some friends and whatever, um, said the word Oriental in conversation, and his son was like, Dad, we don't... Um, we don't, we don't say Oriental anymore. And the guy was like, oh, I genuinely did not know that. And he didn't mean anything by it. He wasn't intending to be disparaging or offensive. He was just like, oh, that's the word I thought was acceptable. Let me update my vernacular. Right? And that's, I mean, again, that's a very benign example, but there are much more insidious examples of this, where it's like, well, I didn't update my worldview on how to treat women or how to, you know, treat people of a different race or 
my prejudices and my opinion, right? Like we need to be updating our worldview um, just in order to stay relevant and fresh and to grow and be better people and be more evolved and all of these wonderful things. But you can get to a point with the internet really, really easily where you get stuck in just like downloading all of the newest social updates and our brain, you know, if we think of our brain as a computer, if you're really taking something in and really processing it, so I'm I'm recording this video, right? And it says that the CPU um, is using 21.8% of the CPU that my computer can run, right? To record this video. So if I were to try to download um, a song, right? off of Napster, because that's what we used to do back in the day, right? Or if I, like, was downloading something larger than a song, right? Like, something like, I don't know, large PDF file, or trying to download another video while I'm producing a video, well, now my computer's gonna get really buggy and laggy, and it might crash, and it's gonna turn into a whole mess of a thing, because my computer, like, my processor can't do all of those things at once, and then it's like, all right, well, if I have to do all these things, then I need to get a new processor and I got to update. The, and, it, and it just gets, it spirals out of control. So really, you can kind of only do one thing at a time. Um, and I can make, listen, I can make a whole video on context switching and why that's the hardest thing in the world and, you know, super inefficient. But the long and short of it is when we're, when we're thinking about social media, you can't produce content and also download content and like really own it and process it and internalize it. You can either transmit or receive. And the way that social media is designed and the big data component and the attention capital component and all of the stuff that we learned about watching the social dilemma and reading all of the books and whatever is that social media is not designed for you to meaningfully switch between transmitting and receiving. It's either you just shitpost all day and you have a feed that's just like 90 memes a day and like everybody just unfollows you and but whatever you're amusing yourself or you go on the complete opposite end and you're constantly just like reading articles and discussing the articles and processing information and updating your worldview. And it's just this like never ending evolving mental process. And as soon as you're ready to act on it, as soon as you're ready to be like, all right, I got it. We're good. These are the steps I'm going to take to move forward in, in life, to help grow, give to somebody else, just do something productive. You're faced with this tension of like, as soon as I take a break from consuming and discussing and talking about doing the thing to actually do the thing, if I ever want to come back to that conversation, I have a backlog that I have to catch up on. And that's where I was stuck for a really long time. And 
I've sort of been able to break out of that, but again, it, there were so many behaviors that I was engaging in and expectations that I was setting up and just the way that I was getting notifications and how I was using Facebook. I was logging on to Facebook and just opening myself up to a constant stream of information. And there was no way for me to be on there and do anything because the the systems I had set up was just like a fire hose of just information. And here's the thing. It was interesting information. It was relevant. It was debatably important. But there was just too much of it. And it got to the point where I'm like, there's no version of receiving information that isn't a fire hose. Like, there isn't a water faucet of information. It's if I get any information, it's going to blast me in the face. So, I actually set a couple of new rules. Uh, Dua Lipa style. Everyone remembers that little gem from three years ago. Um, so I turned off. So obviously, I mean, I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore. I don't have a browser on my phone. Um, so that's helped. I don't get notifications on the desktop or anything. So I do have to like go to Facebook in order to engage with Facebook. But even within Facebook, I actually turned off a lot of the notifications. You can turn off a startling number of notifications where it's like, like I don't get notified when someone comments on my post. Think about that. Think about like how different that is from how most of us use, like that's the core functionality of Facebook is I post a thing and then I get a notification that someone has tried to engage me in conversation or has liked a post of mine or respond, right? So I took all of these things that were giving me dopamine hits. I just took them away from the platform. Like I cut off the dopamine supply. And so now I will get notifications for the groups that I manage. So really the only notifications I get are if somebody wants to join a group that I manage, um, if there's a problem, right? If somebody like flags a, a comment or something. But other than that, like I just don't get, even when I engage, right? Because I like again, I've unfollowed all of the groups. I don't get notifications about that. I have a news feed with like a couple of people that I like to follow. But like even my news feed like isn't really anything. But where I was getting fucked up is because I generate so much content. And thankfully, the content I produce uh, seems to be pretty engaging, pretty interesting. I would just be getting notifications that people were liking and commenting all the time. And my brain would be like, oh, I want to engage. I want to play with my friends. I want to connect socially. But I was like, oh, wait, for the amount that I generate... I'm now having to do double that amount of work just to engage with the people. And also it's not my job, which brings me to my second point um, that we'll get to in a, in a second. So I just like got rid of all the notifications. So I only get notified if something that actually demands my attention is demanding my attention. 
And also, it's not urgent. If there really is something urgent, so like the, the main group that I moderate, where things get flagged and you got to step in from time to time, there are three people on the admin team. We all get those notifications. There's no, it's not like it's all resting on my shoulders. And I still have, you know, Messenger on my desktop. If we need to have a conversation about something, they'll just message me. And then we'll talk about it async and like we'll handle it. We're at this point, like we've all been on the mod team for about three years together. We all have a general sense of like, this is appropriate. This is not appropriate. Okay, this person's been a problem. Like sometimes it's a conversation, but usually it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Delete this post and uh, we'll keep an eye out. If sh if this person keeps stirring the pot, then we'll take further action. But it doesn't matter, right? And it really got me to be like, right. Once I decide there's nothing interesting happening on the internet, whether it's Facebook or, you know, hobby forums or whatever, now it's like, oh, the internet's just Wikipedia. Like, it's only Wikipedia. Or Google Maps. And, and it's been great. And I've only been doing it for a couple of days. Um, but as far as, like, making the conscious effort to shift my mind, uh, it's been a big difference. It's been a big difference. I have a lot more energy. I'm happier. And even now, like, I have not checked Facebook all morning. Uh, it's now 1138 and I just haven't checked it. Um, but I have started to use LinkedIn a little more. And the reason why I'm comfortable using LinkedIn and like being on LinkedIn is, here's the thing, I'm pretty good at social media engagement. Like, I just am. I had a lot of experience doing it. And, you know, the inspiring conversation and text posts and this and that and videos... Like, I know how to do this, so if I'm going to do it and I like do it, because I do, I love making videos. I love talking in front of a camera. I love processing my feelings out loud. I love making little educational video, whatever. Like, I love doing this. So let me do it in a context that's actually related to a job that will lead to uh, like stability and income and not in this like purely social media driven way, but in a like, hey, if I start making videos and actually working LinkedIn and doing this and that, hey, this can lead to more jobs. And if, you know, when I apply to jobs, if someone's like, oh, this person's kind of interesting, like their resume, let me check out their LinkedIn profile. They'll see the infographics I've made and they'll see the videos. They'll get a sense of who I am. And then they can decide, you know what? This dude is not what we want. Boy, am I glad we did not have to interview that guy. Or on the flip side, they're like, oh, shit. I kind of I kind of want to meet this guy. He seems kind of interesting. Great, let's call him in. Right? There's, good, there's actually an end game beyond doing more social media for the purpose of doing more social media and hoping that turns into some... I can't. I can't. I'm out. I'm out. So like today... So my rule for Facebook in particular is I will log on to Facebook only if I need to post something substantive. 
whether it's a video, a link to a blog post, link to a podcast, if it's a call to action, uh, whatever, if it's like, and maybe, you look, maybe from time to time, if I got a really good joke, sure. Va bet. But it's only going to be to transmit. I will see the few notifications that I have turned on. And then beyond that, I just don't give a shit. Like, I'm under no obligation to engage in conversation on social media ever. Ever. Like, that's just not a thing to which I am obliged. Listen, if I... It doesn't mean I'm free of having any conversation with anybody ever. But if if you got something to say to me, if we need to work something out, call me. Send me a text. Send me a Facebook. Whatever. But this doesn't need to happen on the Facebook platform. This can happen privately in messages. I am under no obligation, and neither are you, to continuously engage in conversation because it's so easy to gorge. It's like going to, you know, the Caesar's Palace buffet every day. And you're like, okay, first off, this is 60 bucks, and I want to get my money's worth. And like, yes, technically you can just sort of pick and nibble, but like, that's not the point of going there. So all this is to say, I'm in the process of making my life more analog in a lot of ways, re-engaging with social media in a positive and productive way. It's going to take work. It's going to be clunky. I don't know how this is going to affect things, but I know that I feel really good right now today with what I've been doing. So that's the road I'm going to keep going on. All right. That's all I got for today. Uh, thank you for hanging out with me. This is, I don't know if it's helpful to you. It's certainly therapeutic to me. I love making these uh, for myself, for you. As always, I love you. I see you. Now let's do the damn thing.